<laughs> so Rogue's in the back turning to ride and scan. This is the second live one we've done. We've just done 10, 15 minutes of tech nightmare because I'm an idiot and I put the wrong link out. Um, it's very possible for the remainder of this, we're going to have people joining on the wrong link and we'll have to sort it out. But there's nothing we can do about that. So we're just going to... We're just going to I think I think you just boot them. If they join, boot them. Okay. Ruthless. Otherwise, we're going through the same two minutes of conversation we have with Seamus. Yeah. Okay. No offense to Seamus. No, it's not Seamus' fault. It's mine. Okay. Your fault. Ruthless. The wrong link out. It's my fault. Absolutely yeah. my fault. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to start off with this, um, this thing about... 25-year-olds are getting bailed and stuff, aren't we? So do you want to explain what this is about? Because people might not Yes, know. so I wasn't aware of it. So our Scottish contingent who uh, listened to either Horizon Scan or HR or whatever in the in the HR server dropped in a topic for discussion on this one. And it is... Now, uh, so it, 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 it's from an article, basically. I think... I'm going to read the article in a minute, but what I think it is is that in Scotland... There is a policy at the moment where if you are under 25, regardless of the crime you commit, you're pretty much getting bailed um, every time as opposed to like jail time because the logic is that your brain isn't fully developed at that age, so you're not making rational decisions when you committed the crime, right? Now, I partly agree with that. I predominantly don't, but let's have a look at the article. So okay. in this example, so blah, 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 blah. A trio who carried out a life-threatening attack on a father have walked free from court after a sheriff was urged to follow sentencing guidelines for offenders under the age of 25. Victim Gary McNair was left lifeless in the street after being dragged to the ground, stamped on, and then booted in the head when he was already unconscious. Then it names the then it names the um, it names the guy who did it. They had. There had been a previous fracas with his son, the guy's son. But Sheriff Alistair Carmichael allowed all three to avoid prison after being reminded to follow controversial guidelines demanding lighter sentences for young criminals. Solicitor Ross Bennett for, for Robertson said, I would ask the court to take cognizance of the sentencing guidelines as, as he was only 20 at the time. No, blah, blah, blah. I want to get to where this guideline stuff is. Blah, 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 blah. Where is it? Okay. Uh, uh, so that's what's happened. I want to try and find the, the, the information on these guidelines now. But initial okay. thoughts, Gaz? Well, I kind of get it. I get the idea. I mean, it's a factual statements, isn't it? Your brain doesn't develop fully until you're 25. So on the, you know, if we're going with the science there, that's correct, isn't it? But it's... The idea that you don't know right and wrong at 25 is mental. And it seems, it doesn't seem like a very good idea, does it? It seems a bit stupid. Because I, I think my understanding was, from what you said originally, that they could, they could basically do an offence, get taken into custody, get bailed, and then they basically go do a similar thing again, and it will just get bailed again. Like you just keep getting bailed. Is that the case? Yeah, I've got the actual guideline document here from the Scottish Sentencing Council. So this guideline applies to the sentencing of any young person on or after 26th of January, for the purposes of January 2022. For the purposes of this guideline, a young person is someone who is under the age of 25 at the date of their plea of guilty, or when a finding of guilt is made against them. 
the council's guidelines mean that the sentence imposed must be fair and proportionate. The court should assess the seriousness of the seriousness of the offence. Blah blah blah. Uh, maturity. God, it's hard to read through this. I'm going to try and find a summary. It's quite long. Yeah. Well, just sorry. It seems common sense that it's bullshit, though, doesn't it? <laughs> when it comes down oh, to it. Okay. So here we go. The Scottish Sentencing Council guidelines state that a criminal below the age of 25 years old should only be imprisoned as a last resort, and if they are jailed, their sentence should be shorter than if they have been 25 or over. Bullshit. It feels like, it feels like shite. Bullshit. It's, bollocks, it's total it? bullshit. It's total bullshit. Total bullshit. And it's, think about how that's going to be taken advantage of. You know what I mean? Like, if you're an actual, like, a criminal, you know, somebody who thinks of themselves as, a, as somebody who breaks the law, and it's like, it's not necessarily your career, but you're on that side of the fence. You're going to understand sentencing and all that stuff. That's just a, a it's like a red rag, isn't it? It's like, it's fine. Think of all the turds that are just going to take advantage of it. Just seems mental. Yeah. Seems well, we've got, um, we've got someone online yeah, Dino's, now. Dino's in the busy zone. Dino, yeah. Dino's is Scottish okay. copper. Hey, come on, Dino, what do you think? What's the gen? Can he join as a, can he join to talk? He can, but he, I, would, I, would, I would assume he doesn't want to. But, um, mm. yeah, if you want to drop an opinion to the chat, Dino, let us know if we're talking shit. But I think um, from – there was another – I don't know if it was Dino, but there was another uh, Scottish policeman who uh, – Yeah, made a, he a said so, – so, so the other one the other one said that um, they report people – this is police – they report people f- from custody with huge remarks to remand them due to the nature of their offence and how much they constantly offend, but they always get out. And they just constantly rebailed. So they get bailed yeah. to get out. They, get, they offend again. They get bailed to get out. So it's, it's a bit like I tell you what, it's, it's like, like I, I see where they're coming from, right? Yeah. But also, it's also like a, they're not being clear. They're not giving enough direction on how to apply this law. It reminds me of um, well, this this policy. It reminds me of courageous restraint. In, in do you remember Ooh. courageous restraint, guys? Ooh. Do you remember that policy? Yeah. So for people who aren't aware. Career, like there was this thing, maybe 20, 2008, 2009, 2010, and it was a military policy brought in, and, the, and it was called, it was known as courageous restraint. And, I mean, it it was trying to implement, like, methodology in the military, on the ground in Afghan predominantly, which if you were any good at your job, you pretty much did it anyway. It's like, it's escalation of force. You don't use disproportionate force to subdue the enemy, should we say, uh, and, and you should, you should, like, it is an opportunity to subdue the enemy without killing them, with the idea that you can use them to obtain, like, intelligence, information from them, or you look at the bigger picture and think, okay, if I go and, like, react to this contact in this way and go fucking balls out crazy on it, it could actually create a bigger problem and a bigger picture culturally, or you know, it could, it could have a, like a huge knock-on effect. It's like basically the lesson was courageous restraint was think about what you're doing. Like, do you need to use a mallet? 
or, sh- or can you should, 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 should kill these guys or can you should you approach this situation in an, in an alternative way other than just let's just kill them yeah. that was a courageous strain now when they brought that policy in it they didn't provide enough guidelines on it it the way they presented the information meant that you had there was many many situations m- multiple situations where there were troops on the on the ground in Afghanistan. I, I distinctly remember the Gurkhas not being able to deal with this policy very well or misinterpreting it. For some reason, I remember the Gurkhas on it, right? There would have been others. But it meant that British soldiers, sailors, airmen, were getting killed because they, they thought that courageous restraint meant if you get shot at, you don't shoot back. You're not allowed to shoot back at the enemy, basically. And they were just getting, they were just getting killed. And that was absolutely happened. Absolutely. And that's what this reminds me of. It's okay. You think on the surface, okay, there's elements of sensibility to this. I get it. I get it. Um, but it, it's not a black and white thing that you can just enact and say, hey, if you're under the age of 25, you're going you're gonna to get an easy ride if you commit a crime. Yeah. Surely. You know? like, go on. No, go on. No, I was going to say, it's also like the, I tell you what it's also like, what reminds me of is the, um, we were talking about the California law the other day. Like if you if you if you only shot if you shoplift under a thousand dollars nine hundred fifty dollars then the police are like yeah let it go smells so of an tyranny doesn't it <laughs> smells of an arco tyranny okay but buzzword a postal thing anymore then power rage depots not nothing anymore for, for sort of I don't think so. under a teams no you know because. You know, having as a youth watched, you know, a couple of films regarding borstals and things, you know, when I was younger, you were petrified of going to yeah. those places. I can't imagine that. Uh, I mean, you? can you even imagine that now? I don't think that's for this time, is it? I don't, I, no. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. So what was that film about borstal? What was that film? It was um, Scum, wasn't it? Scum. Scum. Yeah. Scum. Scum. Oh, God. Oh, we got a comment. Dino's comment. Dino. Do you want to read it? Go on, you read it. No, you oh. read it. Okay, so Dina says, Sorry, gents, missed the bulk of that. Unfortunately, jails appear but bursting at the seams, and as a result, so here's the truth. Jails are bursting at the seams, and as a result, custodial sentences are not dished out as they once were. Even trying to get someone into the cells for the night is a battle. Typically, we're just told to report them to the Crown and leave them in their house. Years ago, if you caught someone in possession of a knife, they were banged up. Now they don't even see the inside of a police office. They get reported and appear in court 10 months later. Yeah, it's fucking crackers, isn't it? It's mad. So that's basically Why do you think this situation exists? Why do you think it's like this? What's caused this situation? Well, isn't it what he's just said there? That, you know, they're struggling to keep... He's not an excuse. 25 is old enough to know better. Yeah, of course it is. It's, it sounds like... It's a problem further downstream with nowhere to put these people. So who's are the jails full of people who need to be there? You know, are there people in jail who maybe don't need to be there? Who could be swapped out with some of these if these people are turds, they could be swapped out. You know what I mean? There's only there's finite space in jail. And we don't want a situation like we have in the US where we have this like black market thing that they're prisoners. There's elements of their prison you, prison uh, system that's effectively slavery, isn't it? I don't think we want any sort of insane amounts of prison uh, prisons built. Get you know what I mean? 
But mm. it, it just sounds like a reason not to send people to prison because it, it, there's no space. But I don't know. It's one of those things where there's so many, so many places you could look at doing stuff that nothing gets done. So where do you start? Do you start with just trying to educate people and keep them out of prison? Do you start with uh, rehabilitating people quickly in prison and try and get them out? Do you have short sentences, short job, shock, all that shit? There's so many different ways you could do it. And I bet nothing happens because no one really knows. It's mad. Mm. What, why, the, why the prisons overfilled? I mean, like, what, yeah, why are the prisons overfilled? Part... I'm say part of it is. I think I think it's because we're 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 a growing society, aren't we? We're an island, an island made up of different nations. It's slowly getting bigger, and the infrastructures around everything, be that police forces, ambulance stations with with staff, and prison services, just aren't growing with mm. the the need, you know. I think I, th I think you know controversially the reason why most people can't get an appointment to see their GP is because the GPs have doubled the amount of people they see, and it's the same across the board with you know going to court for something. It just doesn't happen. So Dino said that Dino says prisoners and punishment. That's my opinion. Drugs on tap, TV, PlayStation, etc. So yeah, so maybe that is the case. It's just it's you know you've got people in there who perhaps I don't know I, I, I try when I'm trying to be empathic about it when I'm trying to be a nice guy about it you you do sort of think life out here can be pretty shit sometimes and actually if you end up going into prison when you're young or whatever maybe you do prefer it there in some ways maybe you can have things there you can't have here because of like Dino says because of how prisons are now. <laughs> You know, so it's an incentive. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but it's so like, do you have the incentive to leave? Because they come out here and you've got the stress of trying to find yeah. a job. No one's going to give you a job because you're a turd. Um, you know, your life out here becomes hard, so you just do something to go back in prison. I can understand people doing that. I knew a guy when, when I was serving, I knew a guy, he was a young lad, he was a Welsh lad, and he ended up getting banged up. He was a, viol a violent individual. And he ended up getting banged up. And uh, I remember when he, um, he, banged, he got 28 days or something, you know, in, in the glass house, in the military prison in, in Colchester. Yeah. And um, he preferred it. He preferred being in the glass house than he did to being in, at the time, three power, which yeah. I kind of understand, but at the time it wasn't a good place to be. Like, it just wasn't. It was, like, that, that period was just a shit. Just, a, just the, the organisation could be a lot better and the man management wasn't very good. It was kind of... We're kind of about two or three, two thousand two, two thousand three time, and he preferred it yeah. in there. And I think a lot, and I think a lot of that to do was to do with structure, routine, black and white. You know exactly where you stand. You, the the people who are managing you, they are they are controlled by that, that, what they kind of can't do to you, or how they kind of can't treat you is clearly defined by well. Uh, uh, well implemented policies you know you can't go like 
the point the, the, the point being that in three power at the times, like just you just get thrashed and deal with bullshit and deal with nightmare personalities all the time. You didn't know yeah. if you're getting your weekend off or not. You didn't know if you're gonna be able, if you got if after you've done your you know, your your ten mile on a Friday morning, you're gonna be doing a two mile again in the afternoon or a swimming test in the afternoon on a Friday afternoon. It was like it was yeah. just complete chaos. And uh, he preferred it in in the prison, but that doesn't speak for. I mean, to come back to the the Sibby side, it doesn't speak for everyone. I think uh, in terms of enjoying that structure and routine, but definitely speaks for people who like attracted to people who aren't comfortable on the outside, like emotionally. I mean, yeah, I don't know. We're making we're making sweeping generalizations here, but right, what's what Seamus saying? Yeah, uh, Seamus is saying a prison sentence should be two things. A punishment to start with, but secondly, a way to help reoffenders re-educate and get them ready for going back into the community. So there's a there's an I God I remember the name of this organisation. Uh, who what do they do? Oh, I tell you, it's Jim, it's the organisation Jim Davison was part is part of founded. You know, not Jim Davison. Yeah, Jim Davison, and yeah. they they have this. I'm trying to pull this from my memory now. But they they basically they go. It's a program where they deal with veteran offenders, ex-military offenders who were in, and they go and they there's some program with them, and they help help get them back into city street. And the rates of reoffending, I can't remember what the term is for that word, but the, the rates of reoffending are like something like three percent or five percent or something of, of, of so of people this charity deal with whereas i don't know what the figure is for joe, joe public offenders but when they come out the figure is really high and the, the the best it's like the the, the least ch- the the most likely people that are to succeed in leaving and not reoffend are these people that jim davidson's charity helps what the hell are they called i'm gonna google it now hey what's this norway model i don't know what it is so if you can drop into the chat what it actually is. As Pete said, what about the Norway, mod- Norway model? I want to disagree with it, but the reoffending stats in Norway are so much lower than here. Like because model. of jails or community mindsets. I honestly don't know. Norwegian. I'm Googling it now. Googling it now. Okay. Right. Correctional facilities in Norway focus on maintaining custody of the offender and attempting to make them functioning members of society. Norway's law laws forbid the use of torture and other cruel, inhuman or degrading treatment as punishment. That's not a very good example. I don't think that's what yeah. we've got out here. Yeah. I I, th- I think the Norway model's very, very much like you live in a flat. You get quite a lot of leniency. You can go out and see your family, but you must be in in the evening. Mm. You're not down the street oh. from them. I'm sure I've watched a documentary on it and it, you know, actual, actual, you know, murderers and people like that are sort of given massive, massive leniency to sort of yeah, reintegrate back in. into society. <laughs> I like the idea. Uh, why? Yeah, I don't why? Think, yeah, I don't think no, you could do that neither. at scale either, could you? You couldn't do that at scale. No, you could have it, like, if, you've, if, we're, if we have a situation where we are, like Dino's saying, that the prisons are effectively full and we haven't got space for people. The idea that we'd be able to give everyone the attention they need in a you know a flat and that that yeah. model doesn't seem like. Yeah, well, that's, I'm sure from what Dino things. said there, yeah. it sounds like some prison is like that anyway. You know what I mean? It's yeah, yeah. yeah. But like back to the original point, I think Paul, what 
What? I, I, I think they should. I, no, I like of the, you know, of, of the two sides of the, the, the two sides of the coin. You is one, you 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 fuck up, you go to jail, and you do your time, and then you, maybe you get out. Yeah. Right. And then the other side of the coin is you fuck up, you go to jail, and the state has a real big uh, interest in helping you be a good member of society. Do a lot more. The, the Norway model. I'm on the Norway model side, yeah. On the Norway model side. Oh, really? 100%. Yeah, 100%. But, well, like, yeah, but that's it's conceptually, yeah, I'm for that. I don't want people to be offended. If, I want the poor people to, you know, rehabilitate and get out. It's just, can you do that? Especially if it's the Norway at that scale. If it's the Norway one is as we has been described, where you know you've got people who are murderers and stuff leaving and. Effectively, have it like a. It sounds like sort of a day release type thing, in a way. I'm not sure that's a good idea. Yeah. There's 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 a guy that was banged up in England for 15 years unlawfully, who got out, and he does a series on um, Netflix called "The World's Toughest Prisons" or something. He he went to one of these Norway ones during that. And uh, it, it was massively different to anything we have in this country or anywhere else in the world. They lived in like a communal flat. Mm. They were allowed sharp knives. They were allowed to cook. They were allowed to clean. They were allowed to go out as long as they yeah. were. I mean, it depends time. on the circumstances. It depends on the sentence. Depends on the crime. But I think you know there should be a. There should be. Um, I prefer. I prefer there to be more more effort and emphasis on on doing that. Oh, like God. I remember, do you remember they changed what? Do you remember they changed the attitude when it came to CDTs in the military? Where you know if you got caught like drug taking, and they Just, caught you drug taking, and they kick and they kicking you out. It went from yeah. caught you drug taking, kicking you out. It went from that to caught you, and I think I'm right in this, and a responsibility to try and help you get over that, kick that habit before they boot you. Like, yeah, no, you've you got a problem. You've got a problem. We've got a means to help you improve the problem. Let's do that because. On the like on this prison side, it's like it, it has to be more beneficial for society than not doing, than the current the current system. Well, maybe, but it's like, can you implement it properly at scale? Like, what's what's the difference between Norway's population versus ours and their prison population versus ours currently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if that's, I'm sure we do have like a fluffy sector within it based on the offence. You know what I mean? But I don't think they should all get the same treatment there. You know, not for the, the CDT thing you're talking about there. Like, I'm not a fan of that. Like, you should just be out because you know that when you go in, you know when you join, you know when you join, you can't do drugs. So you I don't know, guys, because you you, what you do, because in that in the the CDT, but in the CDT example, all you're doing is you're handing that problem that quite often the military created, maybe. Probably. Possibly. Uh, hang on. Maybe. Hang on. Maybe. 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 But you're handing that problem to society. Why why not manage it? Why not try and improve that person? Because why not the, maybe rehabilitate and keep them in with all that knowledge be, and training they've got? Because they know it's if, if, you, if depends, you can. Depends what it is, maybe. But I I'm just with the the military, I'm I'm not a fan of it because you know when you're going in you can't do it. And people die. It's really simple. It's, 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 it's life and it's fucking death. I need to know you're not on drugs. Like, I've done lots of drugs. 
You know what I mean? But I didn't do it when I was in. I, I, you know, we know this. I had a year when I was on fucking psychedelics for pretty much a whole year, and then I went back to SVG. Another mega fucking ten years, but I didn't touch it the whole time I was there because it's, that's not the deal. The deal is you don't do it. And everyone around you has to, re- has to rely on the fact that you're not on anything. You know, I think alcoholics. I'm not a fan of drinking in the military. The whole drinking culture we have, not a fan of it. Obviously, you have a drink, but there's how many functioning alcoholics do you know in the minute in fucking Power Ridge? And mm. I want who I know one who's an amazing soldier. He's a ninja, but he can't fucking cope when he's not getting shot at you know what I mean <laughs> anyway what's the here's one here's one here's oh, one Mike so on the same topic that's like him but Seamus is saying he doesn't agree with the policy of having the sentence stay with you for life so once you serve that time why should you have it hanging over your head we should be gone I can see that so points you know points in your license disappear don't they they, they disappear you can't find them again yeah I'm kind of okay with that um, maybe not with paedophiles you have to be you know, yeah, yeah but the, 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 problem the, the, the problem with the, the problem with the paedophile thing is anyone on the sex offenders register gets linked with that term and have you seen the stuff that can put you on the sex offenders register these days yeah yeah well that well, should be I, I was 20 years ago 20 yeah. years ago crazy so that should be crazy that's, that, that I'm not crazy. saying that not saying that those things are okay to do but there are things that you can find yourself on the sex offenders register for. You go, what? I, my name's next to a paedophile. Obviously not my name. Well, it's like, for doing... I suppose it's like murderer, rape, pedo. That's you potentially fucked for life because you've shown yourself to be a cunt. You've done something real bad. Yeah. yeah Rob, robbery. Yeah. Don't hurt anyone really. They're GBH or whatever. You know, I, I, I can, I can, you can have a second chance there. But I think there's just like you wanted to kill people the other day. You know, it's like, I think you've got the, the sort of big hitters of offences that you probably, people need to know about those things because, unfortunately, you are not somebody, like, by your own doing, you are not somebody who most people want to be around. Yeah, so Dino, I mean, Dino's came back, yeah, Dino's, Dino's, Dino and Seamus can have a fight off here in the chat. I think. No, not oh, really? But Dino, <laughs> Dino's, point, Dino's point is, what about if it's a sexual offence? Yeah. No. yeah. I don't know, I it's, 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 Again, the problem is if you there's so many different different variations of type offences, whatever nature. I'm not just talking about sex offenders register yeah. and context and all the rest of it. You do have to have you, if you try and get granular and everything. This is not wouldn't work. You have no laws getting implemented. Uh, implement. You have no one getting arrested. You know everyone getting off. Um. So you do have to have like a, a high level. You do have to keep it at a high level. I mean, but it goes back to, it goes back to the Scottish bail thing. Too high. No, that's what they're doing there. They've got the they've got the policy wrong, and they're saying, you know, under twenty five, minimum, you know, give them maximum benefit of the doubt, basically. Yeah. And bail them if you can. Yeah. Or don't put them in jail if you can. But it's like, it's, insane. It's, is there a scale for murder? Serial killers, yes, but then they should be in, life, in for life anyway for serial killer type stuff. Serve so twenty years for murder. Should they not then not have this removed when they leave? It, what? What did the? So we're quite active at the minute. Wait, what did people think of the our our discussion about the death penalty on the last episode? 
So definitely well, we you're in a box. Yeah. So we can go into this, and then from this, let's go and talk about the case that actually spurned it. So we talk about okay. the NHS and that sort of country. Okay. Tim's turned yeah. up specifically to give his opinion on this stuff because he's, he's worked with them for a while. So okay, um, we'll start. Yeah, yeah. So what do we think? Do we think kill him, or do we think <laughs> stick him in a box, medieval style, for the rest of their life? And so don't if you're in the chat, you can put kill him a box. Kill him a box. <laughs> This is, and the scenario here is we know, like, it's like a, a threshold is 99.9% sure that they did it. They've been caught red handed, like, if not 100%, been caught red handed doing something that at the moment would be a life sentence, and as in actual life sentence. So kill them or put them in the box. Oh, Dino's saying, what's the means of death? Yeah, choose your, choose your flavor. <laughs> what's your fancy? <laughs> You mean, do you mean as in, is it going to hurt or is it just going to be not. like, you know, painless? I don't think the pain's kind of pointless if, they're gonna, if you're going to kill them. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? Same the method's kind of pointless if they're going to kill them. The family feel better, isn't it? But then lots of, lots of yeah. I know lots of US families who watch their uh, person get, their, the person who murdered their family member get um, killed. I, I, feel like that, that, I feel like that, itself breeds psychopaths what watching people yeah you there you're watching someone get killed and you you're getting something from it that shouldn't be allowed i don't think mm. no way so shame depends how how did they do it who do they kill under what circumstances well let's just for this for the sake of this let's just go yeah nice one dino are you a policeman <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, for this, Seamus, for the sake of this, let's go with it's the worst possible case scenario. Because that it would be in our in our sort of discussion, it's the worst possible case scenario. You're certain that they did it. Kill. He's saying kill. Seamus is saying kill. Okay, he's going to kill. Yeah, yeah. From from a point of view of the 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 the, the damage it would do to the taxpayer out of the taxpayer's pocket. Surely it'd be better just to deal with the situation and get it out of the way, rather than keep them at infinitum in a box and have to feed them. Because I'd imagine there's some crazy number affixed to that, which mm-hmm. is equatable into the millions okay. a year. Yeah, because the boxing about your point, guys. Like, uh, not about your point. You mentioned you mentioning scalability earlier. Like the boxing, your boxing actually isn't scalable, is it? No. But then what I would probably do and go into the realms of science fiction. Have you seen Running Man? <laughs> yeah. You know what you'd be like? It'd be like fucking Mad Max and the Thunderdome. They all go in. One man leaves. Yeah. <laughs> you go in and fight. So Jay, uh, Jay oh. is not on board. Jay is not on board with the um, capital, capital punishment. He's on okay. board with uh, Hard Time. Don't know. Oh, it's yeah. a tough one. This I thought about this a few times in the last that we chatted about in the last episode. Thought about it a few yeah. times. I don't want I don't want the individuals to have any. If we, if I know if we know one hundred percent they did it, the court went and did this scene. I don't want them to have any opportunity for any anything that seems like a positive emotion, even if it's like I oh, hope I may get out one day, even though they never will, you know. Or I don't know. I just. I prefer them to not be on the planet. I think. Yeah, I like, like I just get off, get off, get off this planet. Like you are not a good it. representation of the human race. You don't belong yeah. here. I like the idea of it. I'm just not. I, 
don't know. I don't think we can be that certain yet. Do you hold? The, do you, are you someone who holds the grudge, like for a long time? Am I someone who holds a grudge? Yeah. No, not really. It, it would depend. It depends. Depends what he did. Why? What have you done? <laughs> no, I've done nothing yet. Nothing yet. Don't stick me in the box. <laughs> okay. Right. I, the, the, I was talking to I was talking to my missus about this yesterday. It's like the idea of the idea of condemning someone to you know uh, uh, the the rest of their living their rest of life in extreme pain or discomfort. That doesn't sit well with me at all. It doesn't sit, well. and I understand someone does something heinous and really bad, and one hundred percent did. Whatever they did, you know, killed someone or assaulted someone or sexually assaulted someone or whatever, and, and they should be punished for it. But the principle of the box idea, and they're in there, and they're in absolute misery for the rest of their life. And you know it's going to be yours because because if you're going to do that, you you want to keep them alive for as long as you can. You're giving them the proteins, you're giving them like vitamin D supplements, giving them food. The the idea of that literally makes my stomach turn a little bit. Talking, I was talking to Kate about it yesterday. Like, mm. don't know. I just, it, that I don't idea know. I don't for like, me, I don't like that. I don't the like practical that. side of killing somebody, I think, is, is with Tim's argument about the sort of scalability and the cost of it. I, I get that entirely. And I would, I think that is the cleanest and best way of doing it in some ways. But I don't think my, my thoughts on the box mm. idea come from the fact that I don't think getting killed is a real deterrent. I don't think the death penalty is a, ter- a deterrent. Um, I think the the pain and suffering horrible in a box for the rest of your life is more. Yeah, of a but we shouldn't we shouldn't be a society who needs a, a deterrent for people to stop being brick. And you're always going to get people to be arseholes and break the law and not be nice to one another, right? But it's not the it shouldn't need a, a deterrent to be the the preeminent factor and the reason people don't do it. Like I shouldn't not want to go and kill the guy who just cut me up on a roundabout mm-hmm. because I think I don't want to go to jail. I should think I don't want to kill the guys who's coming up on a roundabout because that's not the right thing to do, Hugh. You're overreacting. Like I should, mm. it's, em- it's empathy. So it should be the opposite way around. Spend the effort. Spend the effort building a country who bring up their right people, people with the right mindset, decent people, good people, to produce a a good function society, which we have at the minute. I think, although it might be slipping away a little bit. No, but, you know, that's how we are where we are. It's not because, you know, not because we had the de- we've had the death penalty for three thousand years because we haven't, and we got rid of it because we could because we had decent people, got decent people. Yeah. Okay. Well, it looks like we're killing them, aren't we? So. And I think the last person, the last person that was hung, was uh, found to be uh, um, yeah innocent, wasn't they? Oh God! Really? Yeah. Fuck. In this country, actually, fuck you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think she was. I think yeah, she was oh, found no. to be found to be That's innocent. The, I mean, in that, the end. That is, for me, is the only argument for not doing it. Otherwise, I think you know, I don't have an issue with it whatsoever. Put them in a blender, not a problem. It's just the fact that you might get the wrong person. Yeah. What are you typing? Demolition yeah. man. Well, like what's the cost Stallone of that? Spell. I like the idea Freezer. of that as well. What's the cost? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or do we do what you yeah. call it? Do we stop experimenting on animals and we start experimenting on them? Yeah. 
You've, you go to a little, <laughs> oh, oh god, am I? Yeah, drip yeah. shampoo into their eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some medical testing done on you. Yeah. Okay, so let's. I, I I do I do believe it's completely wrong though that somebody can commit a heinous crime, and essentially they go into a prison, and the taxpayer pays an astronomical amount of yeah. money to keep them for it's the rest of their days. Do you know what they do in Korea? But, do you know what they do in North Korea? Well, that's they, criminal. If you if you if you commit a crime and you go to jail, or maybe you don't go to jail and you get killed, the the crime is attributed to your family. So your descendants all are guilty of that crime. So you could be the grandson of someone and you have a black mark against your name in the government's register because your granddad stole some, I don't know, potatoes. North Korea, North Korea. Is that North Korea? I'm not saying, I'm not saying this is a great idea. I'm saying, okay, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mental. So you're literally a family of criminals that are just forever screwed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because you because you your granddad was oh, a I don't know, philander yeah. or something. We got okay. angry, a bit skinny. Yeah, that reminded me of like reparations and stuff like that. But we should probably talk about reparations one day. That's a fucking fun one. Probably. Um, God, no, I'm talking. <laughs> we're not doing reparations tonight. We might do reparations in the next one. It's been in the news. It's in the news. Last couple of days, yeah. Yeah, it was fucking crackers. Okay, so, um. So we spoke when we spoke about this Lucy Leppy thing. Um, a lot of so like, she is an obvious fucking scumbag and just needs to be blended. However, that wasn't the. That's kind of we're not arguing about that. It's like how was she able to stay in post for so long? How were the doctors ignored? What's the situation within the NHS, the the bureaucracy management structure that means that that could happen? So. We all kind of, we've all worked, or most people have worked within an environment of the sort of on the ground people and who are doing the actual job. And then you have a management structure above you that can hamper you sometimes. So even though I've never worked in NHS, I know what that's like in a way, as I'm sure Hugh and plenty of other people listen to this do as well. But we've never worked within the NHS and had that problem. So Tim, you actually have experience of this type of thing, don't you? Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so I, I've spent a career in the NHS, about 27 years. And I think through my through my career, sort of starting at the bottom and working my way up to sort of junior management, um, there is an awful lot of shit rolling downhill and um, pressure put on people to perform. Um, and I think genuinely, there's a, there is a huge element of sweeping stuff under a carpet, which I, I you know, from, from what's happened recently with, with Let Be, I think that very much was swept under the carpet for, for a long period of time prior to it being sort of looked at properly and I I think I think the one thing that comes out of it from me is Lucy Letby was a nurse so she she in in the current NHS system is governed by nursing management and the consulting staff in the hospital which brought it to light 
are governed okay. by a medical director. They're two different tiers. Years ago, the head consultant in the hospital, he was in charge of everything. That's not how it works now. So essentially, if you're technical staff, you're managed by technical management. If you're medical staff, you're managed by your medical lead. So essentially, everything they said or tried to bring to surface fell on the deaf, deaf ears of, of their senior management that then cascaded it down to nursing management who also decided... So how did it used to work then? Experience. Sorry, what was, it pre, what was the previous That's, model? That, that, so, 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 so I, I used I used to work. So the previous model, you'd always have a matron in a hospital, wouldn't you? Who you know everybody stood by their beds when she, you know when she walked onto the ward. You had medical and nursing directors, but they worked very closely. And the more senior you were, in the sort of pay scale of things, attuned to the level of of control you have over the organization and that that doesn't necessarily happen anymore so so when i was a, a manager of a department the directorate manager for technical staff was my boss the medical director had no grounds with which to enforce anything that i did because he was a manager of medics as in doctors and that's and that's that's why I think a lot of what she did is sort of, you know, from a from a Chinese whisper sort of a point, you know, a piece of paper goes from one desk to another desk to another desk to another desk to another desk. By the time it actually hits the person that might want to action something, mm. it's probably less of a well, problem in their it, eyes. In a circumstances because of the go. way it's been spun. And by the way, that was really interesting. I didn't, I wasn't aware of this. You know, the dynamics you're talking about are really interesting. So thank you. Um, yeah, in yeah, the case yeah. of Letby, though, they they went and did an investigation, and they got two different. There were two different investigations by two different yeah. third parties. But and when those were at, those third parties were asked to come and do the investigation, they weren't asked to come in and look at her. They were looking at. It sounds to me. Like they're doing a something like a quality management audit or something like that. And go, okay, how does the how does the organisation function? Uh, yeah. Is it efficient? You know that that's what it sounded like they were looking at. Which yeah. which and that says to me that the they yeah. were at the reason they were asked to come in was not because so they weren't given the real reason why they were asked to come in. They were said, hey, we, we may have a we, we've got some deaths. We've got some deaths. Can you come have a look? Can you have a look? A problem. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And who and who were they? That, that external. It was two external. It was two external, wasn't it? I think. Oh, that's what if I think. It was right. ex, if, yeah, if it was, if it was, but it wasn't someone like the CQC, who who are the governing body over you know the actions and the things you do within the NHS. It wasn't those because I don't think 2014-15 those 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 establishments were in place. It will have been somebody, a but friend it, of a friend who's is it not like a, a is it not of, like an ombudsman or some some quality control? Yeah. So the, where the, were they in all Yeah, this? the Quality Care Commission. Yeah, the CQC. I don't know what but they were. Where were they? What should their role have been uh, in this? Could, uh, the should they have been involved? Could they have been involved? What's going wrong? 
a hundred percent in 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 an ideal world what what the cqc would have done would have would have been interview everybody from the top to the bottom about the said situation not not pointing any fingers at anyone and and assess the whole situation as to whether it met initially national standards of, of neonatal deaths it, it would have to have done you know it, mm. but but it obviously didn't did it you know i i was part of an investigation many many years ago that that they got a, an external agency in to assess our department because of the senior doctors in the department were seen to be using their power in the wrong sort of a way and the guy that did the um you know the look at everybody went back with many pages of of where things were failing and how they could be fixed but it was done internally in a sense that he came in he didn't have to give it to a member of parliament he did it for the hospital they looked at the paper jesus christ this is far too big let's just let's just put that at the bottom of the pile and forget about it and i I think that's what's happened with her it does seem like that, doesn't it? You know, when a doctor walks in on somebody doing something wrong, and he's obviously a very well-respected doctor, shouldn't matter whether you know, you know, if he was a white doctor reporting it or a or an Asian doctor reporting it, that that that's by the by. He he he's a man of standing. Well, that colour thing was bullshit thrown up by I think what GMB just absolute bullshit. You know, and yeah. and, and absolutely, and and I think. General yeah, public absolutely. knows it's yeah. full, full on bullshit because it gained no traction whatsoever apart from one day of that headline being in existence. It's like unbelievable. No. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And it and, and it's the same about, about the Lucy Letby thing that she was a white person, so she was less likely to be troubled. In in you know, in in it in the great no, big no. picture of things, it makes no difference. Oh, it wasn't GMB. Who like, was it? Like, who like was you it said earlier, it's, it's, first. It wasn't GMB. Doctor fucking show or somebody. That no, the thing on God. the thing on the news was uh, about the footballers. It was just it was another race crafty example. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Abs- absolute nonsense. Absolute nonsense. At the end of the day, this was like what happened. I don't know. Mm. Was it ten years ago with Baby P? Social services were given many, many opportunities to do something, and for whatever somebody, reason, they chose not to. Is it just a like this, my view continued. on most of this stuff? And I think it's probably like most of my views are they're quite simplistic. I think it, some of it might just be that we have a lack of character and leadership amongst people. People don't have the sort of ball. It's not balls. But just people don't have that thing to go, I need to fucking say something here and I'm going to say something. It's my job to say something here, so I'm going to do it. People just, people will go, they don't want the hassle, they don't want the drama that comes with those things because whenever you put your hand up about something, you go, no, that's not right. You get looked at straight away and there's a, there's a shitstorm potentially around you straight away and everyone wants an easy life. So people are unwilling to go, yeah, yeah. fucking hell, I'm going to have to do my yeah. fucking job here. It seems that way to me. Yeah, and I think when when you look at most NHS trusts in the country, there are very few that aren't failing in one way or another. 
So the man that the man or the lady that sits at the desk in the, the big tall office and says, you know, they're the ones that put the signature on stuff, they're the ones that cut the ribbons. That's not what they what they need. Yeah. They, they, you know what I mean? It's a, they're a failing trust. The CQC's downgraded them to a certain level. And then all of a sudden, this is going off. Nobody wants to be the next old yeah. hay. People just want stuff to go away, don't they? They just want stuff to go away. So it's very easy mm -hmm. to bury I can, your I head can in understand the sand. It. I, have, I do, Corporately. Obviously, I've, I've genuinely come across, I think, as an unsympathetic fucker. But I do have sympathy with that. But it doesn't matter. Like wanting to make it go away and not for this not to happen to you and it not be your responsibility and all of those things. I get that. But tough. It's your job. You've got to do it. Yeah. Well, the organizations at the best at avoiding this kind of stuff are the ones that yeah. are able to bring about a culture within the organization where the 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 organization is more important than the, the the efficiency of the organization the quality of the organization what it does is more important than what the individual thinks about themselves mm -hmm. you know so, so there's, there's, a, there's an intent to not an intent to there's a wish to deal with let's say poor behavior or any other negative thing in, a, in an organization deal with poor behavior as early on as possible and or prevent an individual who is bad for the organization coming in or sticking around for very long you know and and you think that it's something like the nhs you know the kind of people that get out that get out, i think the kind of people that are in, in the nhs you know are, are much more on on average just they're much more empathetic people. They're just much more people who want to do want to help others because of the nature of the job. Because yeah, of the nature of the job. Yeah, the nature of the job. And when You'd hope so, yeah, when, you? and, and and it's not you would every person so. and you get some knobs, you get you know, you get people that like any organization, you get people that just want to earn a payback and go on, want to do the minimal work. But in general, like the job, when you're working in the NHS, your job is to help others feel better. Like if you're gonna, if you're gonna like ball bark like that. That's, that's what you're doing. Um, but a big part of this, for the, the let be example. So I used to think that. Okay, I used to think that. Okay, so sometimes this stuff is just gonna happen every so often. You're gonna get, a, you're gonna get a Harold Shipman. You're gonna get a Lucy Lip. Just what happens? I don't think that anymore. I think if you, I think you can create an organisation where. The, the, the probability of someone or something that catastrophic happening is so small, you would never experience it in, a, in, a, in multiple lifetimes because the probability is so small. It, 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 a hundred, a hundred percent. So, so within, within say um, any environment within the hospital, whatever it may be, so we'll, 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 we'll talk, talk, touch on say a cardiac arrest, right? So somebody crashes on an intensive care unit, a team get deployed. So there's already specialist staff there, but a team gets deployed, an anaesthetist, a senior consultant, specialist nurses in resuscitation, specialist people. They deal with that situation. The person survives. Post any situation where there's potential for for danger for a, a human, there is a multidisciplinary team meeting afterwards. Like, like yeah, after action I guess stuff. you guys would have had in the military. 
where people sit yeah where people sit round a table and they discuss what can be done better what wasn't done well what was done well mm -hmm. and how they can improve so you're telling me six or seven times those things happened that same nurse was there every time and no one said a word in an open environment where everybody can yeah, you, I mean, we call a, a deep. You call it, you know, so they call it a debrief or an after review in the military. Like I work in project. My 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 job is I'm a project manager. You call it a you know post project review or whatever you want to call it. We or yeah. lessons learned sessions, whatever. But the thing is, is that the how effective those things are in bringing about in actually doing what they're supposed to do. In that is, you know. Let's let's look at let's let's do the review and I, I, I well let's look at things. What's the point, Hugh? Let's what look at things and you know, what went well. Let's do that again. Or what went bad? Let's not do that again. Basically, but your ability to be able to do that, your ability to be able to do yeah, that yeah, yeah. is basically process, you're only able to do yeah. that really well is if you've got the time and the resources to do it. As in, the people are available. Yeah. The time you've got the time to do it, you've got the money yeah. to do it, and there's an interest in doing it. And when you've got a situation like yeah. the NHS, where, in my opinion, yeah. no, not funded anywhere near it should be, completely stretched because there are too many customers for the amount of staff that can provide the service to the customers, right? Yeah. For some of the reasons you alluded to earlier, you know, well, one of the main reasons, yeah. you know, we were growing population, and the NHS is not growing in, mm -hmm. in a, it's not adapting to the change as well it should be, partly because of its own fault, partly because of funding. No. Um, then it means that you any after action review, debrief, you know, post 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 mission, whatever lessons learned, you're not gonna get anything from it. If it get if it gets done. And if it yeah. gets done it becomes a, t a a box ticket a box ticking exercise. At all, yeah. Yeah. Of, of course it does, because it meets yeah. the standards at the CQC or whoever your governing body. You also have a, you also have a situation where so, you so, can do all those things. But if the people taking part or anyone in the organisation, ignore the review bit, anyone in the organisation, if it's a culture which doesn't promote uh, psychological safety, in inverted commas, what I mean by psychological safety is, is that you know if Gaz and I, if Gaz and I, or you and I, Tim, work in the same organisation? I think, I think that we could do something better, yeah. or something gone pear shaped. If I work in an environment where I don't think I can say, "Hey, Tim, you know that thing we did. If we did it this way, we could save some money or time or provide a better service." Or yeah. you shouldn't have done that. If we're in an environment where I can't say that for the better of the organisation because you're senior to me. And you fly off the handle, and next thing I know, I'm not getting promoted, or I know I'm getting a really rubbish report. But you know, and, and that's that's the other thing with, yeah, with, with yeah, it yeah, because scared for your job, aren't because, you? Because uh, yeah. you know, like the NHS is a, a place which has got a huge public spotlight on it, and you don't want to you you probably don't want to be the person who flags something up like a Lucy Letby and brings the House of Cards falling down because you don't have that name against you because you don't want to be the guy that dropped your directorship. Yeah, yeah. Because it's your name who created that report. Now, kudos to that the, the GP, exactly. Lucy, the, that GP who flagged it up about two, three, four times and tried every time to, you know, he put a balls in line there, and then, you know, people are yeah. saying he's a hero. And I, yeah, I totally agree with it. But he's not, not is he? He isn't a hero. He's a professional. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. He didn't do anything special. Yeah, he's just doing he did his, his job. His job. Right, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not a hero. He's a yeah. man who did yeah. his job to the standard that was expected. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad he did. But <laughs> taking like what is the basic <laughs> behavior, yeah. this is the line of what you should doing be doing, it. and then calling it heroic <laughs> is fucking madness. Heroic yeah, is that he brought the kids back to life. That's heroic. He saved the kids, he, like, you know what I mean, with magic powers. That's fucking heroic. The guy just did his job. He is the standard. And everybody else fell beneath the standard. Yeah. I remember many years ago I brought to the attention during a, during a situation a letter I'd received from somebody's husband who worked for me about something that they'd allegedly done. And I brought it to the, manage, the senior management of the hospital and asked them to refer it to the police force. Hmm. And they told me they had, yeah. but they had never been interviewed about it. And I was told at the meeting when I was told they'd shown it to the police and the police had disregarded it. But if I, if myself and my colleague ever brought it up yeah. again, it was fucking bad. So how do we, how do we, how do, how do we improve the NHS? You know. God, how long have we got left? <laughs> I have not got long left. Yeah, Sonny, do you want to go down that road now? <laughs> I've, I've banished no, my family the right, to the, next the right door. people. Door, doing my girlfriend, everyone's sick, so yeah. Yeah, I think the right, yeah. the right people doing the right jobs. I, I, I don't think an NHS can be run by a business director. I know it's a business of sorts, but I think the NHS needs to be run by people who are medically minded. I don't know. So, so they, you know, if it's a senior doctor. So is it a single individual? That, that's just me. I, 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 to a, there is, yeah, chief executive of a trust, yeah. Oh. And he has a board of directors, which would be a medical director, a surgical director, a nursing director. But he also has a non-executive board as well, which are people that make decisions but in the background without being official. And they, those can be... So that sounds sensible. Industry, that, 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 sounds sensible that sounds sensible to me. They can be... Like you, you know, want business-minded, as in efficient running of a business money-wise and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the they're, bullet, they're the books have got a balance, haven't they? So it seems like you should have the medical staff, and then up of them should be enablers for their medical staff, and that's all their job is: is to make sure the medical staff have got everything they need, yeah, and they can do their job. I know it's like again, I'm being fucking simplistic, but there seems to be that should be two levels, and like I don't think there's anything wrong with you going from medical staff upwards into that enabler part just for your experience and there should be some cross-pollination there but that cross-pollination should probably only go one way it should be medical staff who can do the enabling work these people here shouldn't be going anywhere near the, the decisions about medicine because they're not qualified do you know what i mean because it, mm, you know I mean? exactly the NHS I, I need a new machine for itu because we're really really busy no, you can't have one because it costs too much money. Mm. Well, it means I've not got a ventilator mm -hmm. to save someone's life in this community then. Yeah. That just seems wrong, yeah. doesn't it? Dino's, so Dino's, I, I, I was trying to avoid this question. I did want to bring it up because, again, how much time we can't. Thoughts on privatisation. And I am um, 100% no fucking way. 
Oh, really? No What way. about hybrid? No. 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 Okay. Uh, I don't know. It depends what the model looks like. Like, I look about, at, I, when we think about privatization, like privatization of health services, I think, is one of the one of the main reasons that the US is dying. Like one of the main reasons is that their 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 way their healthcare is and the privatization of it, and and I do not want to go anywhere near that. Like, but it's, you know, if you're gonna if, if you're gonna re if you're gonna look at like go what on, we've boys. got now, like the talk of privatization or keeping the public, that that's too drastic. Like we need to understand as in a decision to make now you need to understand what is the problem like you go back there's no there's no reason to say you can't run the nhs can't be run in a manner that is similar to what a privatized organization does if you go back to basic and say what are we trying to achieve what are we trying to achieve what are the problems waiting times the problem standard of care is the problems governance is the problem like lucy let me governance is a problem what and what do we want to achieve you know, and and uh, and to what to what level of quality of service do we need to provide? Not do we want to provide? Because we have a private healthcare. It's private healthcare here. You can you know you can if you can afford it, you're going to use it. And that is the what do you call it? Two tier health system. But over here, before we even get a topic of do we want to privatize or do we not? We don't understand the problem. We don't understand the problem. We don't understand why we are where we're at. We know that. Okay. People aren't happy. Not everyone. Most people are happy. Most people are happy with the health service. Most most people who most people think that NHS is shit is not. Be, I think is not because of direct um, experience of a bad service for the NHS. It's because of what they see in mainstream media. My experience in the NHS is generally good, like legitimately good. Don't have a problem. Good. Legitimately yeah, yeah, is mental. the only thing I like. I don't like yeah. that we've gone to. Um, you know, uh, 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 virtual GP call meetings and all that. I prefer it to be in person, but everyone prefer it to be in person in that scenario. I understand why you've done it. It's cost saving. It's you know, it's it's uh, it minimizes effort and all the rest of it. But in general, I'm happy. I like it. Not got a problem. Not got a problem. Um, but we need to understand the problem. The improvements need to be made. I, th I think I think it stem it stems from the. It, it stems from the start. Oh, if, if you think about it, it sort of in a, a, a level of progression. Yeah, you're there. Sorry, sorry. Am I back? Yeah, yeah. So, so essentially, people go to their GP for something they don't need to go to their GP for, which means that people that need to see their GP can't see their GP because there aren't enough appointments. So people then go to A&E, like Dino just said, for an ingrowing toenail because they can't see their GP and they haven't got a GP. You know, un un unfortunately, you've got not enough aftercare for, say, everybody's granddad and grandma. So the beds are taken up by elderly care patients that have got nowhere to go from hospital once they've had, say, their hip done or, or some major surgery. So essentially, the the problem potentially begins at the beginning, whereas GPs need to be able to be GPs and not have to, you know, sit and talk to people who, you know, stub their toenail. And A&E also need to not be looking, because once you walk into A&E, mm. whatever problem you've got, you get seen, don't you? 
So if you haven't got a GP, that's your only place to go if yeah. you've got something wrong. Well, we ain't going to fix the NHS in the next 30 seconds. <laughs> so I think no. we'll, uh, Hugh needs no. to disappear. And we've, we have, we've had a good chat. Well, we don't just over now. Yeah, good chat. Good chat. Uh, yeah, it's great. I uh, like in the chat. Yeah, yeah, great lovely. to get people's in, input in, in the chat and also via yourself. Yeah, to, yeah. Like quality. Yeah. Quality. Roger, so yeah, that is then. it. We will Cheers, leave it guys. for this week. Um, we'll do another live one of these next month and uh, I will see how I'm going to edit this so that uh, we can we can see everybody and hear everybody and all that jazz. Uh, it'll be out this week sometime. Okay, it's gone a bit dark <laughs> in my living room, so I'll I don't know whether you'll see me. <laughs> Find a way. Right. <laughs> Cheers, guys. See you later. Cheers, 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 Che